0: You are experiencing HR After Dark, solving the people problems that keep you up at night. We exist to make the people part of business easier for leaders, entrepreneurs, CEOs, and business owners of all kinds. And thank you for tuning in to HR After Dark. I'm your host, Jada Willis, CEO of Willis HR. I'm joined today by one of my new favorite people. Her name is Katie Zinger. And I'm just looking at her website right now. And I got to share with you what the first line is. Katie is a one of a kind visionary. She can clearly see the future and provide you with practical insights and tools to help when you get there. So when I met Katie, I actually was at um, Femex. I was at an event and I was just immediately in awe. I thought that she just has this way, this magnetic energy that pulls you in. And so... I can't say enough about Katie and basically Amelia was like, hey, please be on my podcast because her her journey and her story are really inspiring. And I know that we have tons in common. We overlap a good bit. But that was a long introduction to say, welcome, Katie.
1: Hi, Jada. Thank you for having me. I'm really,
0: really glad to be here. <laughs> so excited you agreed to this. I and mean, you actually showed up. So now I, I begged you. It happened. This is awesome. It's all <laughs> we manifested this. So tell me, I really want to learn a little bit more. I really want our audience to learn a little bit more about Zanger's strategy. So what exactly do you do every day? That is
1: the hardest question to answer on earth. So <laughs> it should be really easy, but it is not. So I am what they call a rebel mode person. And so the idea of having the same routine every day is not only does it seem impossible, it is impossible for me. So there's no real day in the life. However, the majority of my time is spent building relationships with clients and basically project management, right? Making sure everything goes right and being able to troubleshoot certain projects that clients want to have. And so depending on what they they need, I try to figure it out and help them do it. I'm great at the gray area.
0: Ooh, that's a tagline. A gray area. We need to write that down. That was, that was pretty good.
1: I'm so, terrible at marketing. So I do need to like capture these, yeah. um, these good marketing things that come out of my mouth for no reason. Yeah. Oh my
0: goodness. So, well, how did you get there? So I'm assuming yeah. you just, you know, grow up and then start a, start a uh, consulting firm. So what's, what's your story?
1: Yeah, I think, I think like when little girls are asked, what do you want to be when you grow up? I don't think public health consultant is like the top of mind thing. (laughs) So let's see, undergrad, Clemson University, because it was technically away from home, but it had, but they paid for school, right? And I did pre-veterinary medicine there with a French minor. It's basically just a good biology degree. I did think I wanted to be a vet and did a lot of fun things with farm animals. So if you want to hear some wild stories, I've got those for you at some point. So I really enjoyed that, graduated in four years, but by the end, I by the time I was done at Clemson, I knew I didn't want to be a veterinarian anymore. Strangely enough, because I realized that it's mostly about running a small business <laughs> and not necessarily hanging out with animals all day and making them better. So strangely now, I am the small business person that I am, which is it's odd. Anyway, so then I went from Clemson. I graduated, didn't know what I wanted to do, but I had my degree. Moved to Nashville, Tennessee with a boy. Dumped that boy real quick. Met some of my best friends. Started a small nonprofit with my best friend, Erin Fago, And she and I started a zine. If any of your fo- people know what that is, we can hmm. put some definitions in the little info section. But. basically a small handmade booklet it comes from like the punk stuff from the 70s and 80s where you make your own stuff and distribute your own literature like outside of the normal capitalist status quo so we made a feminist zine in Nashville Tennessee called Nashville Femme and we had like she's vegan so she did vegan recipes she did like we did stuff about women's health plan B had just come out we were like here's how you get it over the counter like here's the HPV vaccine. And I was like, I love this so much. Like, is this, is there a way I can do this, but it's like a career. And my mom had sent me something about University of South Carolina's graduate program in public health. And I started reading about that master's degree in public health. And I'm like, well, that's, that's it. Like that, that is this, but a career. And so she was very, very desperately trying to get me to move back home and it worked. Um, <laughs> so I came back to Columbia, got my grad degree in, in, um, public health with a concentration on health promotion, education, and behavior. And then also because of feminist roots, women and gender studies. So loved that program, met great professors, definitely found like the, the science and the thing that makes my brain go all jazzy and happy. And I got it really quickly, I got the concepts quickly. And that always feels good. Right. So. Great. Yeah. So then from there, worked for a foundation, quit to take care of my dad, had some interesting other professional things happen. And I decided after working with the coach that I needed to start my own business and be my own boss and started Zenger Strategies and let it grow from there.
0: Nice. Nice. Well, I really feel like you represent probably what a lot of women want to aspire to be. Right. So being that (laughs) being that solopreneur, you're able to I mean, you're able to have that variety in your day. You're able to impact organizations, individuals, lives. And so you are making that that connection with our community. And so I cannot believe that, you know, we have a a mutual best friend and we're finally meeting each other. So I'm really thankful about that. But I'm also eager to learn more just about the things that you have in the works right now because I'm I'm just excited about this particular program, inspired speaking. Can you tell us about that?
1: Yes. I'd love to tell you about this. So this is a yeah, you, know you have shower thoughts or like the ideas that come to you that just won't that won't go away like and they're fun to chew on, right? Like these aren't problems like your normal anxiety hamster wheel problems. These are like, ooh, what if I created this thing that would have helped me when I was a young professional woman starting off in a career that I loved and I wanted to excel at. So like I said, I went to Clemson and I almost chose my undergrad based on the, um, the, that it had the least amount of public speaking available, you know, <laughs> in, in a, in an undergrad program. Right. I was like, do not want to do this in my life. So I am not a natural public speaker. However, as I grew in my career, I realized I had to get comfortable with it. I had to find a way to be able to stand in front of folks and communicate what I wanted to communicate to people, right? And to like be able to do that confidently and do that authentically is incredibly important to me. And so I had to like struggle through many different ways of finding it. And so instead I wanted to find a partner who would co-teach a course. Course with me called about public speaking for women that would be a safe space for us to practice these skills because the only way to get better at public speaking is to do it. You can't just take a class and be better. You have to stand up in front of actual people and speak and fail and get feedback and then do better next time, right? Absolutely. Right. So I created a course called Inspired Speaking with my business partner, my new business partner, Shannon Ivy, who does, she does like executive coaching mm-hmm. and all kinds of cool stuff, but she also used to be a professor of theater at the University of South Carolina. Oh. So I'm bringing like my strategic mindset and I'm bringing that like learner's mind that I vividly remember being in my career and being terrified of public speaking and not knowing what to do and thinking through, I just had to find my own way. So, Shannon's then bringing this where she's very comfortable being on stage to the point where she's an actress, you know, and teaches people how to be comfortable on stage. So, how do we take her gifts, right? Her way of getting us to do all those silly theater things that loosen you up physically. On stage, and then I'm like, "How can you build content and get a routine and find a speaking style that works specifically for you?" So the course is Inspired Speaking. It starts the August 27th, the end of August. We take a little break for Labor Day, but then it goes all the way through October 8th for six sessions on Saturdays at Femex up in their loft room. So we're really excited. We have half of the classes filled. And so we still have about six, you know, four to six spaces left. So we'd love for folks to sign up if they'd like to. It is a little bit more expensive than say, I don't know. I actually think it's really appropriately priced because it's highly customized to you. There's an assessment at the beginning and then you practice each time, but it's scaled so that you get more comfortable with each other.
0: Yeah. Right? And then by exactly. the end,
1: you have a presentation that you give.
0: You're getting that individual feedback, but you're also learning from watching others and taking notes yes. of what applies to you as well. And I, yes, and this, this does differ in my mind from, like, a Toastmasters, which I love. And I and I definitely think it's, it's valuable, but I really yeah. like how, you know, this is a cohort. This is a, you know, a, a small group of like-minded women that yeah. also support each other, make each other feel comfortable. Because this right. is... Public speaking is just uncomfortable. I really, yeah. I really enjoy it, but there are definitely times whenever you know I'm training or you know I even have to give some type of pitch in regards to Willis HR, and yeah. you know you can get those butterflies and you can get that little like uh, that faint feeling. Yes, yes. It's even learning, you know, the techniques, what makes sense for you, how do you prepare and put yourself in a position. But I really think that this is what's exciting because we work with so many female leaders. That mm-hmm. aren't just young professionals, but yes,
1: this is really for anybody, right? They have yeah.
0: twenty plus years in their career, and this is this would be a phenomenal refresh, especially if they're also, you know, a CEO that's focused on even business development or educating their the community, strategic partnerships. You know, this yeah. is the time where you can it's it's really um, improving and your skill set, right? Really um, enhancing yourself, taking it to the next level, in whatever Absolutely. you're doing.
1: Yeah. And, and I uh, love the idea. We I didn't want to, the original idea was, yeah, young me. How how would I have wanted to right. do this at like 27, 28 when I knew that this was a skill I needed? What would I have wanted? What would have made me learn best, right? That's where it came from. But I really think the model works for anybody and it's for, what? because I think we have a great mix of the folks that have signed up. The women that have signed up are like in their, mid to late forties and then we have mid to late twenties. And so I like, I'm uh, loving that uh, and that we're going to have this make mi- a little bit of a mixed group. So yeah, I just I feel really, really confident that it. this is the way, <laughs> and I want to do more. I want to do more things like this. That's more about women taking control of their own Career path in a way that's strength space, because our mutual friend that you were mentioning earlier, Jeannie Sullivan, who is just one of my favorite people. So she's really? a coach,
0: yeah.
1: He's a badass, and she mm-hmm. just asked me all the right questions to get me to, to understand that I had my own power. So mm-hmm. she started with that Gallup strength assessment, and she explained that idea of like, you should not have uh you shouldn't try to be the best at all the things Agreed. you shouldn't pick the things that you're terrible at and try to get better at those you should instead focus on what are the things that you are good at already and that you like and that give you a unique edge mm-hmm. in your in your career space or in your life or whatever and then focus on being the best version of that so that you can be excellent right really? uh. <clears throat> Which makes me think of that Bill and Ted quote with "It's like be excellent to each other," you know.
0: <laughs> it's
1: a personal I motto. It,
0: I wish you all could see Katie. I think that would enhance everyone's experience right now. And so, I mean, like, I already asked to do my makeup, so that's that's on the books. It's fine. Listen, um, whatever you want, love that. No, you're you're completely right, and it also brings up a thought for me. Whenever I was transitioning from a full time, you know, HR partner, HR leader, into being a solopreneur at that time, Mm -hmm. you know, it would have really, this course would have been perfect for me at that time. You're thinking about moving into not just consulting, but working for yourself at all, this is going to be that, that bridge that helps you build your confidence, helps you from a, you're going to have to talk to potential clients, maybe even potential donors, just depending on where, you know, what you're doing in your small business.
1: Yeah. And I think, so that's exactly right. What I wanted when I looked up Toastmasters, right? There's things about Toastmasters that I love, which is that you have to practice. Like they force you to go up and then you also get feedback. I think that's, cri- mm-hmm. you know, those are critical pieces. But I also learned through people's experiences and reading some things online about Toastmasters is that they have a really rigid rubric that yeah, where good. you get points or don't get points for certain types, for certain things that you do on stage. So, Like for instance, the, the one that comes up for me is that, you know, you can't have your hand in your pocket Mm -hmm. and you get points after that. And there's some, I just think that that's ridiculous. Like if you are able to not, if you're able to present yourself clearly and authentically and you have your hand in your pocket the whole time, you're still presenting yourself clearly and authentically, right? So do you want to move on stage? What do you need? To make yourself the best version like so that's what I mean by strength space is like how can we find what your strengths are on stage and play to those, instead of trying to make you a person who doesn't put their hand in their pocket, right, like what if that's your nice little touchstone that reminds you that you are who you are like, you know, like, there are all kinds of cool it's called like somatic. The, have you heard of that? Like somatic therapies. So like there's all kinds of great like somatic reminders that you can just like do little taps to your temple or taps to your hand or wrist or whatever that can go, that can calm you down, that you can teach her mm-hmm. to do those sorts of things. So I think as women, especially women in male dominated careers, what happens is you have to be so, you have to be a version of yourself. You can't be your full authentic self because showing emotions is this pejorative feminine thing that you're not allowed to do. So you have kind of a persona that you put on and that's okay. I'm not saying that that's bad. It's just that how can, but sometimes that persona becomes an inauthentic version of who you are. So how can you become more grounded in your authentic self and express that on stage in a way that's yeah, I don't know that 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 shows how the power that you have.
0: Ooh, that is perfect, and if anyone's also thinking about their potential TED Talk as well, hint hint. hint oh yeah, then <laughs> then uh, this is yeah, this is definitely the the course to take. I don't know, this makes me excited. I need to check my schedule. Can I? <laughs> yeah, please, please. We
1: tried to make it really accessible to like working moms and so because it's it's Saturdays, one to three, you know, so that would be hopefully a little bit easier for people. And then we'll have additional coaching from Shannon that's optional on Wednesday nights. And then I'll be there on Wednesday nights as well. So that like from five to seven in the evening, so that folks, if they have, so they have to do a presentation by the fourth session, you show up at the Columbia Museum of Arts Theater, I booked it, and you're going to get recorded doing a 10 minute presentation. And then you're going to get feedback from a panel of experts you're going to get feedback from your people in the class as well and then we're going to discuss it and do a whole breakdown afterwards right
0: everyone that just was listening just like shuddered but let it's, <laughs> i know this is the best thing for it's, everyone it's, right now, it's only uh, women, but this but like, this is an opportunity you have to do you have
1: to do it it's it's just the cold water bath like you just got to jump in let's go
0: right the episodes cold water bath so um, i love this i'm really enjoying my conversation with you but i always do katie Singer. and now i'm going to call you your first and last name um i'm
1: fine with that love that
0: yeah it's a thing yeah that was
1: my dj name was just ktz so
0: so i think everyone listening you can see just listening to, to katie that you show up as your authentic self and now mm-hmm. You're actually putting together programs and courses and, and things and tools that others are able to show up as their authentic selves.
1: Oh, uh, like, I just got chills like that. Sorry, I might y- I even cry. Uh, like, that's exactly what I'm trying to do here. Like, this is the first. Oh, you can hear me getting emotional. <laughs> 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 no, this is this. That's truly what I want.
0: Right. Like how... I've never made anyone cry on this podcast. And I am an oh. HR, so I'm used to that. But. This, it's a good reason to cry because you, you really are operating in your zone of genius. This is who you are. And now you're actually empowering others, to, particularly women, to now embrace all their, I want to say curves and edges. But... <laughs> oh, I love that. Curves and edges. Oh, I'm big into that now as like an eating disorder
1: recovery person. I'm like, let's embrace these curves, girl. We can eat right. food. We can take up
0: space. This is literally, figuratively whatever makes you into a person makes yeah. you that badass you yes like you're now providing this platform for someone to show up and be like you know what let's embrace it how do mm-hmm. we enhance it yes so that you feel good about it and then you can also have others actually pay you to be in your day. <laughs>
1: Right? And then, and when you when you say, like, if that you're a good public speaker in a job interview or in any, it doesn't matter what oh field goodness. you're in, that you're comfortable either on Zoom, in a whatever, if you say that you're comfortable in that space, that is an automatic, like, ooh, this person is confident, this person knows what they're talking about, and they're a good communicator.
0: Who are you telling? I'm in HR. <laughs> if I had a candidate tell me that, I, I would be like, okay, listen, I don't need to hear anymore. We're going to, I just, I just need that skill set. Let's feel
1: because I was guessing, right? <laughs> so I uh, love to hear from the HR professional that that is like a really big, not red flag, but like green flag, like checkered flag, like yes, let's go.
0: Listen, I don't even. At that point, we'll work around. I hire for energy, train for knowledge. But this, with this, city, you have public speaking skills. Come on, we'll train <laughs> like Okay, right? because it's rare. It's rare that it, someone is comfortable.
1: Right. It's a number one fear. It's more feared than death or whatever right. the statistic is. Right.
0: <laughs> exactly. All right. So I know that we're going to post the, your registration within the body of the podcast, share it in our social media. If you're going to give advice to our listeners now, let's talk Ooh. specifically to the professional women out there and even women that want to work for themselves, be a solopreneur. You know? Ooh. What do you want to say to your audience right now? So to any women out there who,
1: who want to start their own thing or think they want to be their own boss or just want to be content in their career, I don't think you need to be joyfully, joyously, you know, screaming in celebration, happy every day in your job. But you do want to feel confident and confident and you don't want to feel too pressed, too stressed, too pressured. Right. And so I think it's about having a good relationship with yourself, but I think my best advice is to come from a place of generosity, especially Mm -hmm. us women, right? Like it, it come from a place of generosity, not a space of scarcity, because when you are generous with yourself and your time, the energy does come back to you. I know for a fact, and I feel like this is the lesson that once it clicked into my brain, I became successful and I tr- attracted the people and the clients that I want and wanted in my life, right? So the, the the thing you have to click into your brain is it doesn't matter if someone else has the exact same skill set as you do. They do the exact same things. That's fine. No one can do those things exactly the way that you do them if you're being your authentic self, right? And so people will come to you because they like you, not just how you do things, right? They don't love you for your skills. They love you for everything that you bring to the table and for the relationships that they have with you. So if you, especially for a solopreneur, relationships are everything, right? That's your foundation. And so Try to get that clicked in as much as you can. Competition is not real, right? You're only in competition with yourself. You need to become that better version of yourself. And the good clients will come.
0: Yeah. You can't yeah. see me, but I'm like, you're oh, like, yeah. And that yeah. kind of me emotional. What's happening today? Oh. <laughs> like, I feel I feel so inspired.
1: Cancer season, baby. We're all feeling feeling.
0: And, and I'm a cancer, so. Ah. <laughs> exactly. Oh my goodness! I appreciate this conversation so much. I know it's really going to bless and impact others that are listening, and this is everybody out there. I think that anybody could listen to this and feel inspired. You can't help but feel inspired. I am so appreciative, and we're going to make sure that we blast <laughs> all. We are going to blast out the link to your yes. course registration as speaking. I want to share it with everyone I know, and I just appreciate. You being here now, if folks want to contact you directly, how would they reach you? Easy, easy. You can
1: reach me on LinkedIn, Katie Zenger, Z-E-N-G-E-R. The only one on there. Or you can look up Zenger Strategies, Z-E-N-G-E-R, Strategies, plural, LLC. I'm on both a business and a personal page. Love to connect on LinkedIn. And then I have my website, www.z-strategies.com. And you can email me at katie at z-strategies.com anytime. I'd love to talk with you. And see if we're a good fit.
0: I love it. All right. Katie Zanger. Zanger. (laughs) That's a a good name. See, you can tell I don't even want to leave this podcast episode. And I have to. I have to close it. You can't do it anymore, Katie. Close it out.
1: I'm I'm cheesing so hard my face is hurting a little right now. Uh, Thank you for all the compliments.
0: (laughs) Now now I'm just going to set up. I think you're like my inspiration coach now. I'm going to set up. I need like 15 minutes every week. Just, you know. I'll be your cheerleader, Boo. Let's do it. Yeah, let's do it. All okay. right. So, thank you so much for joining us this episode. There is so much more to come, and I know. Listen, I know I say this a lot, but we're really gonna we're really gonna invite Katie back on Yay. another podcast episode. I can't wait to just unpack more, inspire audiences, and I don't know, even just love on you a bit. So, yeah. <laughs> thank you for tuning in, and I want to leave you with this please do one kind thing for yourself today and then do one kind thing for someone else.